Good evening. And welcome to another fantastic podcast with J.R. Herb and Vinny Marshall, who are on base and way to hell off point. We're off point, baby. We don't even know what our point is. There's a point to this? Well, I, I don't there is. think there's any point except for to talk about base and life. That's what we do. Okay. You talk about base, I'll talk about life. I'll take cadences for 100, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, jazz bass players for uh, 2000 who, who wrote the song Gravy Waltz Oh, I've played Gravy Waltz That's good That's that's a Ray Brown song It is a Ray Brown song Oh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Pay the man, Alice Pay the, pay the man um, We have a winner <laughs> Nobody else has got it in America So we each decided we were going to pick a bass player Upright bass player for this evening's festivities. Right. We didn't know until we showed up here tonight. I thought we would pick the same person. Yeah, we were close. We were very, very close, close. Very closely close. related. But um, you picked... Ray Brown. And I picked... Ron Carter. Yes, I did. So there you go. So would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Let's talk a little bit about Ron Carter is an upright bass player that is the most recorded bass player in the history of the world. That's pretty impressive. Even Mars. <laughs> yeah, he's recorded all the Martian out recorded all the Martians out there. Um, and the bass line that you're playing was not recorded by <laughs> Ron Carter. That was I'm not gonna play anything that was, else. That was uh, Paul Chambers, I believe, on Miles Davis. Kind of blue. Kind of blue. But he did play with um, Miles' second edition of his uh, quintet with um, Wayne Shorter. Who else was in that band? Tony Williams, I believe. Got it. And um, Herbie. Herbie Hancock. And he played with Herbie on several albums. He had he has several of his own albums. Ron does. And I think he comes in with like 2,221 plus recordings to his name. Wow. Yeah, it's fairly impressive. That's pretty, yeah, uh, yeah. That's so a, some of my favorites, uh, I would say, I think he was live with um, Joe Henderson, State of the Tenor. Okay. That was really nice. And the other one, I would say, um, Sketches of Spain. With Miles, Miles Davis. There's a song on there called Joshua, which I've, play, I've recorded with, uh, I think, Al Wittig. I don't know if you, you oh, yeah, yeah, remember no. Al. Yeah, so I recorded that with Al, and I played it with big bands here and there. There's, there's some nice arrangements out there, but it's got a real distinctive bass line. That's right. Um, it's like... like that which has a nice you know nice up kind of swing yeah feel to it and then it gets complicated because it has some multiple you know different metered things Lovely. that go on yeah so you got to kind of it's not a tune you're going to call on the gig right unless you you've rehearsed it yeah yeah because it's got some three four stuff in there oh nice da, da, you know which is in the bridge which is just gorgeous it's a, it's a you know wonderful tune but not one you're just going to be like, hey, let's play all blues. Especially if you've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can make it very exciting. Hey, that sounds like a three, four bar to me. No, man, you're playing the beginning of the you're just, Oh, you're, you're, you're lost. You're just, yeah, you're just lost. lost. Just, just stop yeah, right so. now. So anyways, Ron Carter, one of my faves. He plays um, a Juzak bass like I'm playing tonight. 
Chusak is Czechoslovakia, right? Yes, that's, that's exactly right. So, I imagine Ron Carter's because of his height may be an actual full-size bass or a seven-eight size. There are not many full-size basses out there. Yeah, well, seven-eights is 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 um, a large bass that. Orchestral, orchestral guys, guys play, yeah. and some jazz guys play them too. Yeah, I think Richard. They're David, hard. I think Richard Davis does. Richard Davis. Man, is they're hard to get around on. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So this is a three quarters. This is the what, standard what we, for jazz. Yeah, we call it a full size bass. That's it's a full size bass, bass, but it's called three quarters. It has to do, I think, with the the shape of the violin and in relation to if you expanded that for what this instrument is supposed to be. Oh. Then that would be a full size bass. So like, like, oh like, my like gosh! It's, like, it's like one of those towels that you add water to, and it something like up. yeah, like a chia base. Yeah, yeah, chia base. It's that's it. That's it. There'll be ch- hair ch- coming chia. out. Of the, be hair coming out of the f hole. Ch- ch- Ooh, I shouldn't have said that. Hair out of the f hole. <laughs> oh. Uh, 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 thank you very much. Okay, so so I um, picked I yeah. picked the wonderful and talented Ray Brown. Ray Brown may not have been on the same amount of. Uh, albums as Ron Carter, but Ray Brown has played with everybody twice. You know, he was going to go around for a third time, but he died in Indianapolis about... Oh, I didn't know that. You know, ten, yeah, he died. He was at the Jazz Kitchen, I think. And he died. He didn't die on the gig, though. He, he, he was up, like, in his hotel room and then, like... Like, like Lee like Morgan? That, like, yeah, kind of like that. Well, uh, yeah, Lee Morgan died. Was he on the gig or was he on the way... Was he out... I thought he was walking outside after the gig and he got He's shot. He's in the band Oh, Super! Super! That's lovely, you know. We should we, we should tell stories about about bad jazz musician deaths. <laughs> jazz gone horribly wrong. Jazz gone when horribly get, wrong. When you get shot on stage, stage. that's something. jazz. Yeah, something went it's really it, wrong. You even have a chance to say, "Wait a minute, let me finish the solo." <laughs> Wait, I got a really good idea. Not he anymore. Did. You don't. He did. Uh, so so Ray Brown. One of the reasons that I picked Ray Brown is that. Ray Brown played with Oscar Peterson and Bill Evans, two of my favorite piano players. Yeah, they're, they're both awesome. And the thing about Ray Brown is that he took the setting of a trio or the setting of a, of a, of a quartet and knew, not only knew his role, but he played these phenomenal bass lines. It's just this, these phenomenal walking bass lines. Yeah, he was a master. And he had a great tone too. Oh my God! It was just—it it was, was like just, real buttery, dark. Yeah, tone, it just—it you know? just you could you could just oh man, you could sit and listen to him all day. Not that you can't listen to Ron Carter. Ron Carter is a very good player, but but Ray Brown to me was the if you were intonation impeccable. Were, yeah, if you were looking for the sound that you wanted to emulate, it would be it would be his Ray Brown. You know, and his time. Yeah, and his solos were stellar. He's yes. probably you know one of the greatest soloists on upright bass. Yeah, he and people and, for, you know they don't you don't realize because he's he's so noted for being a groove master. Right, right. Just, pl- just playing, playing on the gig. Just like, man, he's just throwing it down. And then it's his turn to take a ride. And you go, oh my, where did that on, come on from? That come on top of everything oh else. Oh my gosh, Ray yeah. Brown. He is he is one of those guys that uh, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you are going, I don't know a lot about bass players. I know a lot about bass, fish, but I don't know a lot about bass players. I would suggest that you go out and listen to Ron Carter and Ray Brown. They're both worth both stellar. Li- oh, worth listening to. Yeah. And worth talking about. I mean, we could talk about them all ni- all night, but this is you know, we don't want to get too basic. We're like too basic in here. You know, we, we don't want to get count basic on everybody. You know. Cuz we could talk about G-strings. Oh yeah, that's right. This is a G-string right here. Thank this God, thank God you're not yeah. wearing it. Yeah. 
Um, Mingus had a very dis- uh, what would you call it a distinctive or a well known baseline for a Haitian fight song. Yeah, it's 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 played on the G string. Yeah, let's see if I can play. It. G-string. Nice. Just like Joshua. For your folks playing at home, I can attest he's actually touching his G-string. That, yeah, that's a G-string, people. Yep. Yeah, for real. Who who knew that a G-string could sound that way? And then... It actually had a tone. Yes, and then Paul Chambers, famous bass line. He was fingering his G-string when he did that. So there, there's a little bass lesson for everybody. Um, playing G, always playing G. Always playing G. Because then you can rely. You can rely on G. your G-string. Did you, you, use your uh, G-string ju- wisely. Be, be, be very careful with your G-string. Be very judicious and, with and your G-string. For the love of God, make sure it's not dirty after. Oh my good! Always clean. <laughs> Always clean your, your G-string. G-string. It's it's um it's something that you you know it's like your mother telling you always wear clean underwear because what happens if you get in an accident and you have to go to the emergency room you want to be having clean underwear on it's the same thing with your g-string you keep your g-strings clean out there people this this is a public health announcement hear that that burton ernie (laughs) i use alcohol and, and, only and a cotton inter- swab. Only internally. <laughs> I, I dip the cotton swab into the alcohol. And Usually then you, it's then Jim. You, then you eat the cotton swab. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's it's uh, Maker's Mark. And then I, I um, yes, I don't eat, uh, I do not eat the cotton swab, Vinny. Not until you're done. Be high, <laughs> very high in fiber. That might help me. Um, I just wring it out in my mouth. <laughs> just smell it. Mm, Last week. (laughs) So, okay, that was our public service announcement for the G string. Nice. That's nice. So, okay. Next topic. We have a topic? Sure. A a new New Hampshire. Oh, 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 of course. (laughs) What are we talking about New Hampshire? Well, or better yet, Iowa. No, let's think, talk about I, Iowa. I think the results are going to be in tomorrow or the next day. I, I think that they're still counting. You know, I, I think they've... They talk think, about I think holy all, hanging chads, Batman. <laughs> I think they're all sitting in a room going, who, 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 did, you, who did you vote for? I don't who, know. Who did you vote, vote for? Maybe, maybe we should all raise Check our... Check your app. Maybe we should all raise our hands the same way. Did you? Did you? What? What is that guy's name? Boot, booted, booted, gig, booted, got, booted, judge. You know, isn't he? Is he French? Booted, judge. You know, those poor, those poor Iowan people. They, 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 they only get the spotlight once a year, and their spotlight is they can't pick somebody. True. I mean, that's pretty bad. And then you move to New Hampshire. You know. And uh, you've got uh, candidates that are that are going. Ah, I yeah, will go home. You know, don't worry about it. You know, uh, we'll go to the next place. You know, the next place will be much better than this. You know, it's like, wait a minute. 
they still vote for you. <laughs> you might you might want to stay for a minute and maybe shake a few hands. It's only New Hampshire. It's pretty small. You can probably get around the, the state pretty easily and shake a few hands. Yeah. You know? I mean, find the people in the in But the, does in the it really pay off? I mean, Super Tuesday seems like you get more delegates. Well, the, you're only getting like nine delegates or something. Or I don't know how many it's delegates. Probably, it's probably it's probably not that much. I mean, I think uh, know, maybe maybe that. No, the, it was uh, Buttigieg got nine and Sanders. Or is that Iowa? They both got nine. Buttigieg and uh, Sanders. Sanders. That was Iowa, I think. They both yeah. got nine. They probably only like six delegates. Klobuchar came back. Who? Amy Klobuchar. She oh, came in third. Don't call me that. Watch your, watch your, this is a family yeah, show. This is a family show. Don't call me a Klobuchar. What's your fucking language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. You know, my mother-in-law's going to listen to that and go, you shouldn't be saying that word. Mom, that's okay. You shouldn't be here, according to her. My mom. Don't my leave. Yep, yep, my, my you, I'm your mother. You're not going anywhere. No, you're my mother-in-law, and I'm going someplace. <laughs> I've got a podcast to do. Probably probably hell if I don't change my ways, but I'm well, going someplace. Well, we're, yeah. we're, we all have our crosses to bear, yeah, that's right. so to speak. Yeah. So, well, let's play a tune. Oh. Well, I got the upright out, and you know, it's like, why don't we go ahead and get after something here? You wrote a couple tunes. Yeah, I wrote a swing tune. Um, it's kind of neat, you know. Um, Do you I, have a name for it yet? Um, um, let's call it. Uh, let's call it um, Buttigieg. But <laughs> 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 swing. Sw- no, no. Let's call it swinging Chad. What about? Let's call it swinging Chad. What about Bootsy's Chad? Yeah, Bootsy's Chad. Yeah, yeah. That sounds Bootsy's, good. Bootsy's. <laughs> we'll call this Bootsy's Chad. I Yeah, How'd you come a, up with this thing? Well, once again, I was at work. <laughs> I <laughs> you have time to write music at work. Well, I want your job. I, you know, I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting I need there. your job. Here, here's here's my day. I start. You know, you have to do stuff at work. I'm doing a few things, and then the, then there's a lot of time. So I was listening to do you sweep. No. Do you take out trash? Yeah, once in a while. Okay. Yeah, once in a while. I, I clean the bathrooms if I need if they need them. You know, I mean, do you balance like, the like books. Crazy. No, that's somebody else's job. Although I do, I do bill teachers on occasion. Mm-hmm. So I do some stuff, you know. But the, but like when you say I do stuff, I'm like, well, what, what exactly is it that you do, Vinny? Write tunes. <laughs> <laughs> I sit, I sit there and 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 watch watch for customers. I wait for customers, and then I write tunes. The watching, writing, and writing, waiting, or whatever that was. Waiting, watching, and, and writing. writing. Yeah. That's Not necessarily in, in that, that order. order. But uh, the other thing I was doing is I was setting up some bases. I bring a base in and I set it up, you know, play Like for your own bass. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like uh, people are rolling in with bass. Vinny, please set up my bass. Well, I do have a student that wanted me to do that for him. So I did his and then I did my What own. kind of bass was it? For his, it was a Fender Squire Dimension bass. Oh, okay. So it was an okay bass. Oh, a little... He let me he beginner let me, bass. He let me, yeah. He let me mess around with his Mexican uh, Fender uh, jazz bass. It was like a. What did a, you need to do to it? Uh, action was both both super low. Yeah, I had to, too uh, low. Too low. Was it, it was buzzy? Get, it was getting buzzes. Yeah, and, and yeah. he had no relief in the neck. Oh yeah. You know, you so so it's like between the buzzing on the neck and the action, it's like, dude, you got what are no you doing? No wonder you can't play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not. It's usually, it's the right. opposite. Is it like the strings like are the too high? Are high. Yeah. It's like no wonder you can't play. You, you got to pull. You know, you got the strength of Hulk. Right, to, to, to get any Assemble kind of the Avengers. <laughs> Hulk's not here, man. <laughs> Hulk's not here, man. Call back. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, I, I, after I said Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here, man. No, it's Dave. I got the stuff. Um, anyway, uh, uh, I also listen to Tower of Power Radio on Pandora, which is fantastic. And I do my best. This does not sound like Tower of Power. No. So, but I was, no, no, this tune doesn't. Not no, even close. No. No, but I listen to that and, and, and clear my palate like a kind of a sorbet. Oh, And then, yes, then yes. after listening to all that, sorbet. and I do my James Brown imitation. Hit, hit, hit me. Fat back. Jump down. Touch myself. And, and everybody walks by me in the, in the staff and goes, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Huh, ha, hit me. Fat back. Huh. <laughs> and the, surprisingly, they leave me alone. <laughs> so, surprisingly, not, I don't get a lot of people coming out to talk to me. <laughs> you know. and then, I don't uh, know why. I have no idea why. You know. But then I sit there and write tunes. And, uh, and what, what I'll wind up doing, I won't write any James Brown tunes or play James Brown licks. Um, but then I, I wind up writing a tune. And this one just came out of, out of nowhere. Just, you know, nice little easy, easy swing tune. Yeah, because you just sit and play changes on the bass and come up with the melody, you know, and it just kind of works. Hey, huh, hit me, fat bat, I feel good, take it to the bridge. Wait, we're not there yet. Damn it, never mind, take it to the bridge now. Hit me, fat bat, living in America. Huh, Jump down, touch myself. I feel good. Hey, I feel good. Somebody's going to be listening to this podcast going, what the hell happened? It sounds like a bad version of James Brown on upright bass and voice. That's our next album, The Hits of James Brown. Yeah, but uh, yeah, fortunately I'm far enough away and you have to put your bass down first. Uh, okay. Okay, we're gonna do this song. We we promised we would do this song. It it's, is called, called Buddha Chad. Buddha Chad. Buddha Chad. Buddha Chad. It's a it's a town in um Africa called Buddha Chad. Buddha Chad. Have you right. have you ever been nobody nobody to Djibouti? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, I've been to Djibouti. I have not been to Djibouti, and I don't care to ever. I, I could probably tell you. That would might be our, our uh, story. For take, the, a, take me to the Wellers. I think that's a good story. Okay, so we're going to save a... Um, take me a Weller story. For minor, right now, we need to play this song. Damn it. we time to play this. I'm all warmed he's, up. He's over there melting down going... Why are you still talking? All right. it's it, this, Okay. It's in C for those of you following along in your hymnals back at home. And the bridge goes to E flat. It's got a lovely bridge. So when Vinny says, take me to the bridge, take me to the bridge, go to E flat major. I would even suggest a Lydian because you've got a, a D minor sass of okays coming up, which is an A. So don't, don't shy away from that. That's sharp 11. Just don't shy away from the sharp 11, people. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, here we go. Ready? Thank you. 
did not have an African feel to it, so I don't know if that's the right name. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on a name for that, for the live album. So I, I still we, like Swinging Chad. <laughs> I, oh, Swinging Chad. As opposed to Hanging Chad. Right, okay, it's a, a Swinging, swinging Chad. Chad. Right. Okay, yeah, all right. And, and we'll dedicate that to the people of Iowa and New Hampshire. Yes. Swinging so Chad. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. You know, send, yeah. send all your kudos to the Facebook page and... J.R. Herb, P.O. Box 193, <laughs> right, Hotel <Air> California. <laughs> uh, so, like, how, how good are you at, like, how, how far will you go when it comes to bass repair? Because we had an issue last week with my bass because I changed the batteries. I'm willing to change strings. Right. And change the battery. Right. And when I change the battery, you know, those stupid 9 volts... And anything it, it requires the Hulk to pull them apart. It's it. It doesn't matter where a nine volt's going. It's not gonna. Be, it's not gonna go well. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like like the Coke bottle and your friend from um, earlier story. Even when you put it in the the fire 
um, where the smoke detectors. Right. I can never get. It's just. Uh. So, anyways, last week, so we're getting ready to fire up the podcast. My base has batteries in it. It has two batteries, so I gotta get a little, you know, screwdriver. Phillips head, like you would use on a set of glasses, you know, this tiny little screws to take off this little plate in the back compartment of my base. No problem. Take that out. Everything's good. I go to take the batteries off, and they get these little plastic, not even what would you, vinyl. It's like a little, what would you call that? Plastic. It's yeah, crappy it's, plastic. It's not hard plastic though. It's like real soft, you know, pliable plastic. You know what I mean, people? Because you, it's the same type of nine volt receiver receptacle. I don't know what you. I don't know what the name is for. And I can't get this stupid thing off. So I'm like just struggling. And sure enough, the wire comes out of the damn thing. So I got like a, a four thousand dollar bass guitar with the guts all pulled apart and the single point of failure is a black wire that goes into this little plastic piece now my bass is dead it's just dead I couldn't use it and I had the, the Rocky Ramble we were doing the Rocky Ramble I was really you definitely needed it for that yeah so luckily I had a backup six string bass most people don't have one but luckily I had one I had that's a, because J, JR is anal retentive I'm that's the, the last see, thing I see, am. See the G-string <laughs> comment from a before. Wow. <laughs> so anyways, um, I took the bass in, and the guy did it right there in the shop. That's why, you know. But it was, he had a, what do you call that thing? It gets really hot, and you have to have, like, solder and... A uh, uh, popcorn maker? No, it's not a popcorn maker, but I think it's really... Uh, a Keurig? Um, no, that's not it either. A toaster? But it's used in, like, connecting wires to things. Uh, I, um, Soldering iron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he broke Sp- that out. That's nice. I mean, what, how far will you go? How far will I go? Well, I don't have yeah. a soldering iron currently, so I guess I would stop at that. But um, I'll, I'll set up a base. I will do some... Repair work as far as... you take as, a neck off of a base? Yeah, why not? I'm just curious. Some people won't do that. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. I think I'll, for I'll, some of those fender bases, like you want to take... Sometimes you need to take the, the neck, neck off. off to adjust it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. of the way the... The way the little adjust... The truss there's rod There's an adjuster in the neck. Yeah, a truss... They call yeah. it a truss rod. Yeah. I know, but I'm trying to keep it simple for our non-bass playing listeners. I just like saying rod. <laughs> You are a rod. Thank you. As a matter of fact, I'm not a rod. I'm Vinny. I have to commend you on your attire tonight because you look like you, you came straight from like Eastern Europe somewhere. He's got he's got this sweatsuit on. That's um, just call me Sven. Sven. <laughs> it's like Sven. <laughs> like kneecap me at some point or something. Like, well, we, we have you know, to talk where, about where's the payments. vodka. It's like he's just drinking straight up. Stolies or something, man. You you got a real Stolich Nayab has been very very good to me. You got the beard going. He's got this, you know, uh, Vinny. Yeah, you. You're like, mm-hmm. It's not Vinny. It's Sven. It's Sven. Very, it's, or or yeah. I've, I've not sure. I, I, even even Nichevich. Even Nichevich. Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, you know, I, I, everybody's got to make a second living. <laughs> you know, I've got to. Are I you gotta, related I, to the Milosevic? <laughs> yeah. 
No, Gorbachev. <laughs> Yeltsin. <laughs> you know, I'm, Brezhnev. Uh, yeah, I'm Putin's right-hand man. <sighs> oh, my God. Lordy, lordy. So to fix and stuff, to finish the fix and stuff thing, if I have to do some electronic work, I can do some, but not normally. You know, yeah. I, I had a base that I replaced the pickups with, and I, I bought this DiMarzio set that it had a, had a control plate, and it had the, the pickups, the, everything was wired, just had right. to attach the pickups. I did that. That was pretty easy. Um, it was kind of cool. It was like 199 bucks and it was like. What about a speaker? Would you attach a speaker like with the wires, with the soldering iron? I could probably do that. I'd probably get away with that. I could that. probably do that. The problem is, I'm just worried if I do it and I go to the gig and it fails. Right. You, you want somebody that, that, that when they lay hands on it, it's, I don't not, it's, do not it their, it's not their third time doing it. That's you know? the thing. If, if I like attach a speaker to some wires right. with a soldering iron, can I call it a gun or a rod? You like rod better. A soldering, soldering rod. rod. Yeah. If, I, if, right, I, right. if I had a rod if you had and a, I attached. Well, you said rod. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that. I, don't, I do it once every, what? Five Seven or six years, a, a decade, like like a cicada. Yeah. Cricket, <laughs> <laughs> The, the cicada has come out again. Jr., time to get out of your soldering rod. <laughs> Give me some wires. <laughs> Not those wires. I got my rod out. And I need some wires. So the, the the ironic thing about this whole story is that not only did Jr. not do this, but he took it to somebody to get it fixed, and the gentleman <laughs> the fixed part. it fixed it in five minutes or less. He did. Yeah, it, he, so, he fixed it right so, away. So Jr. and I did and, not. I think here's what happened. So I did not bring the cover to put the cover back on the oh, back of the base. I put it back in a soft case, oh, and it probably snagged. It snagged, and then I got it home and. One of the wires was not connected. So, so Jr. I, I I show up. He's got his garage door open. I'm walking up the thing, and he's got this <laughs> this thing in his hands. I'm like, and I, and he held it out like I thought he was handing it to me. Like, okay, I must have forgot something downstairs. I wasn't sure what the hell is going on. And he goes, "You and I have some work to do." I go, "We do." Yeah, I need help. I need help. Well, okay, what's going on? One of my wires came off. I said, "Ah, oh, jeez." Okay, so now here we are in Jr.'s basement. We've moved the, 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 the little spotlights that they were pointed that were pointed at the at the dartboard. Yeah. So here, like a, a surgery. Let, let me let me set the okay. yeah, let me set the yeah, stage. I'll, I'll so so JR, I come in there, JR's base is apart. He's got the he's got the soldering iron, uh, a rod, <laughs> and he pulls this thing out and it looks like a three fifty seven magnum. I'm like Jesus Christ, Jr. What are you going to solder? It looks like you're ready to do some spot welding. He goes, "We got to move the light over, man. We got to assemble the Avengers. We're going to have some surgery going on." Uh, okay, calm down. What what's going on? Well, I need some help over here. Here, and he pulls out a chair, a a, a chair, and he puts it was more of a stool. His, no, that's a chair. <laughs> it's a bar. No, it's a chair. Okay. So he, it has a back. It's not a stool. True, but it's it's bar stool height. But it's a it's a chair at bar stool height. Okay, just so the the, the the public. So you folks playing along, it's not a chair chair. It's it's got leather cushiony on it. But he's got his base strategically balanced on this thing with the cover missing, and there's wires hanging out. So now it's like you know it's like Abbott and Costello, you know, meet the mummy and try to solder. It's me. You know, so we're I'm looking in here and I go, wait a minute, I need my glasses. So. I say that, and he goes, oh, that's a good idea. I said, wait a minute. You're over 50. You probably need them, too. 
Well, I don't read him right now. So he's up there adjusting the, the lights. So now it looks like there's surgery. But then he plugs in the soldering rod that looks like a 357 rod. Magnum that, that I'm afraid he's going to shoot me with. It was very gun-like. Oh, my God. And and then so the, the, the rod was plugged in and he didn't have enough room. So he had to move the operating table. So now his light's all fucked up. So now he goes upstairs to get it. Now he goes upstairs to get his glasses when he realizes that he can't see what's going on. And if I start looking at it, now we've got two heads in there and we're blocking the light. So now I'm trying to move the light with a book because I'm short and I've got Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. According you do. To yes. So I can't do this, right? So now I, I, we finally get everything together. We move the thing and everything's good. So now we're trying to solder. A blind, deaf, and dumb man could have soldered better than we started. First, it was bad. It was terrible. All we had to do was heat up the solder. He's got a, a soldering rod with the iron that, that's so big, he could have welded like like uh, Junior on Orange I, I County Chopper. Mask. I need like a welding mask. To... Yeah, yeah. I, I almost got blinded just, when he turned on the light. A little bit of heat. We probably just, could have done it with a Bic lighter, uh, but or, no. Or, or some matches, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like they did, like 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 a four thousand uh, dollar base. Like, some, some, like some. Clint Eastwood did in in uh, you know Birdman of Alcatraz or you know yeah. Escape from Alcatraz, yeah. Yeah. where he lit lit all those matches and used them as a. You know, but we did we did get it fixed, barely. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out later because it, it has a G string as well, and I'm gonna demonstrate. You're gonna, you're gonna pull out your G string. Uh, another G string. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We don't have we don't have enough time to clean all this stuff. Uh, people keep those G strings clean. That's all I can say. Uh, alcohol. You've said enough. And swabs. Drink the alcohol and then use the swabs. Or cotton ball. Cotton ball works. Whatever. G string. Yeah. So cotton there ball. you go. So so it's fixed. The, the so bottom line is it's fixed. The bottom line is fixed. You're going to get it here a little later here. I think the, the, the way it got fixed was I wound up taking over and you did. finished. Yeah, you said, give me that. Give me that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> give me give that. Give me that, Jim. I'm a doctor. Wait, no. I'm a baseball. No, I'm a solderer. Uh, yes, a solderer. Give me my rod. I'm a solderer. <laughs> you have a little bit better soldering chops than I. So, slight. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But we fixed it. We did. So we're resilient. Quite. Quite resilient. I, I think that we put the capital R in resilience. Well, I think we do. We do. Uh, yeah. Or the we used, we used some awareness. You know, I was certainly aware. Perseverance is a huge part of resilience. Yeah. We persevered. We got that fucker fixed is what we did. <laughs> Get her done. Get, Get her, her done. done. Get her done, Bill. Oh, my God. So. Oh, boy. All go. right. So this could be a good time for the Weller story. Oh, the Weller story. You were in Djibouti. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's a Djibouti story. That's all right. That's to the Djibouti story. Yeah. I, I probably kind of shared this so, story. So we're, so we were, we're, this happened in 2004, so I don't think we're giving any information now. So we were stationed in uh, Qatar, Qatar, whichever you prefer. And the uh, trip to Djibouti was a C-130, which is a four, is it four props? It's two. It's two. It's four. Four. It's four. Yeah, it's four prop plane. That's quite, quite, uh, it's been around forever. And it's, it's, a, it's quite good plane, but it's, it takes a little little while to get you know i'm there yeah but it, it's a good plane i like the plane you still know? use it yeah good j model now yeah so anyway um we have to leave cutter to get over to djibouti and if you look at a map wait i'll get i'll wait till you get your you know image up on google okay the image is is qatar saudi arabia and djibouti africa which is across i believe the red sea i think that's correct 
don't quote me because I'm not a history teacher or, or uh, a mapologist or mapologist. Yeah. Mapologist. I'm, yeah. Anyway, to fly from Qatar to, to uh, Saudi Arabia, if you fly directly over the over the country of Saudi Arabia, it will take you approximately four hours to get there. Maybe a little longer, but about four hours. If you have to fly around the, the country because Saudi Arabia will not let you use their airspace, it takes somewhere between six to eight hours. Guess which one we did? The long one. So we were on that plane for a long time. Love those allies. Oh, those wonderful people that have helped us. Like that's not the help I'm looking for. These are not the droids you're looking for. Um, so anyway. Um, as we're getting ready to leave Qatar, we are stuck on the flight line, and it's hot. So hot that it gets to be 165 degrees inside the plane. Yeah. And I stopped sweating, along with others. And I got a little worried, but they got the plane up in the air, and everything went good. And it took us all this time to get there. So we get to Djibouti. Now, for those people that don't know anything about Djibouti, and it's it was occupied by the French, so they're French-speaking or some kind really? of French. Yeah, yeah, at one point in time. Um, and, it, and it's in between Somalia and Ethiopia, so you can imagine that the area is probably not a good place. In fact, they talk about the fact that Al-Qaeda may be in the area. So, it, and the base we're going to is a Marine Navy base. All right. So... We show up and we get off the plane. We're, we're all pretty tired and, and hungry and had enough. And we start driving over to the base because I guess the airfield was outside the gate. Really? I didn't know that, but yeah, I, yeah, it was outside the gate. So much so that when we pulled up in the van, we see a 50 caliber submachine gun pointed at us and four um, airmen or Navy Marines or corporals or whatever they are all pointed guns at us in the van as if we were the enemy. Wasn't it a government van? It was a government van, but apparently they have a lot of issues with, with people kind of sneaking on the base. And since the plane was off the base, they were really worried. JR, I have never seen that much firepower pointed at me. It's never good to be on the business end of any of that any shit. Any of that shit. And, and these guys were extremely serious. It was like, it wasn't like one of these things where you show up and go, hey guys, you remember us, you know, the Americans, you know, no, no, you know, they were like, shut, shut the fuck up. You know, it's like, exactly that, what they, they tell say. You to do. So, uh, once we got past that, you know, amazing stuff, we got to the, we got to the gig and it was 135 degrees in Africa. Oh, Jesus. Now, it is a dry heat, but it's still hot. That's ridiculous hot. 135. That's where you don't want to be touching anything metal that's out in the sun. Nothing. Burn yourself really I mean, bad. I mean, it, it was fine. We played and had a good time. And this was one of the few places that they let us have beer because it was it was technically outside of the AOR. Oh, nice. So we could have as many beers as we'd like. Usually it's one or two. Right. Actually, maybe three tops, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, we had this stuff called Drunk Monk. It was a fryer on there with a with a you know with a a, a, a beer in his hands. It's a it's a Hefeweizen beer. That's I think. what yeah. That's all I drank when I was in Cutter. Yeah. It's um, Franzen or something. Franzen like something. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it's a nice Hefeweizen. It was, it was good. It was good beer. Yeah. You know, we, and we got to smoke cigars, which was kind of nice. Yeah. Because I you know I didn't get a chance to do any of that except there. You know, so in Qatar you can smoke cigars and have a couple of beers. You go to Saudi Arabia, you ain't having shit. No, you got you got no alcohol, nothing, nothing, tobacco, nothing. I think the maybe hookahs. Yeah, I think hookah is okay in Saudi. 
Yeah, that's just like that bubbly water shit. Would you put spices and cumin in it or whatever? Well, you smoke it. It's tobacco. Is it tobacco? I thought they yeah. put spices in it, like well, chai they, tea they, and shit. Uh, uh, no, a hookah is a smoke. It's a pipe. It's like a bong. Yeah, it's like a water bong. It's got bong. a hose to right. it. And usually they'll have like a flavored tobacco, like apple flavored tobacco. Oh. It's, it's an, I like the hookah. Hookah's you like nice. the hookah? Yeah, the hookah's good. Okay. I enjoyed the hookah. All right. While I was over there. Well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoyed the hookah. Well, someone's, someone's got to enjoy the hookah. Damn it. It's I, like I can't anymore, apparently. Vaping over there. They probably are vaping over there. Yeah. By Who now knows, they are. Who knows what's going on? They're right vaping now. for sure. I just know I'm not going back. I'm not going back oh, over that's there. Right. You've, uh, you've, you've, uh, you're past your window of opportunity for any more. I'm stuff. at E9 unless they tag me for something outside of what I do, which is play bass. Wouldn't they There's tag you, wouldn't, wouldn't they tag you to do, isn't there a, uh, an officer and an E9 over there for no. those? Things? No. They send e, seven? E seven or eight. eight. Yeah. Okay. Seven or an eight. Bucking to make chief. Yeah. Yeah. Need some breadth of experience. Yeah. That usually, I think sevens. Sevens? Yeah. Oh, and eights. So, but. That's good. I I have no real, you know, like there are certain places in the world that I would like to revisit. That's if one it was my band and I was in charge, I would do it again. Because that's how I did it the first time, and it was a blast. Eight countries, three months. We played music. I like playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. yeah. We did. We had like a Bob Marley medley. We had a Stevie Wonder medley. Nice. Michael Jackson medley. We did a Police medley. Wow. We had, yeah. We had, we we were. We did some country. We, this from we, this is from 2013. Going from uh, Langley. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like you know what? I'm in charge. One time, playing my tunes. There you go. Who played some, guitar in that? Aaron Wybie. Okay. He's good. Good kid. Good player. Uh, Eldon. Eldon can go on that. New. Eldon. Oh God. I love Eldon. Great player. I would not want to deploy with him. Why? Well, he's. He, occasionally, he gets a little upset. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did that years. Yeah. 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 He's yelled, he's yelled at me more than once. Well, at least once. At least once? <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, I don't like being yelled at. Not by Eldon. Not by, yeah, he's serious. Well, he's got some Indian in him, I think. Native, Native yeah, American Indian, yeah. like Cherokee or something. Yeah. Yeah. Great player. Oh, fantastic. Monster player. player. Yeah. Great guitar player. Great guy. I'll yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, let's play one more tune, and then I'm going to switch over. Okay, so the other tune is a is a Latin tune. Um, and we don't have a name for this one. This isn't three tunes in a can. No, that was the other different. One. Yeah, this is um, this this song reminds me of um. There's a there's a um, Triste. Oh, it reminds me of Triste. Look, it's it's D major, mm -hmm. and then you have that little B flat to A thing. It's not Triste because Triste is a much different form than this. Right, right, right. Although it's A A B A, but well, this was, is this is a much it, shorter A section. It kind of sounded like Lucky Southern to me a little bit. This one? Yeah. Oh, it's much closer to Triste because Triste has that. Um, 
goes to F sharp and B. definitely different. I'm trying to think with how the bridge goes to Triste. It's not really a bridge. Yeah, it, yeah, Triste, it goes, it, there's a 2, 5, and F. Then there's a 2, 5, and E flat. I'm trying to think of that. Southern is um that goes with E. Okay. You're 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 confu you're confusing me, Vinny. That that doesn't take very much to No. <laughs> the guy that pulled the wire out of his Battery. What ha what happened? It's broken, the man. Oh, oh my it gosh. It doesn't work, dude. It doesn't work. <laughs> you you just you just need to throw it away. Give it to me. <laughs> I'll take care of it for you. That's Lucky Southern. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm thinking of um yeah, that's one. No, 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 that's Triest. Oh, then that's not the song I'm thinking of. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's wave. That's wave. That's wave. That's what I'm thinking of. Is wave. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking of wave. Yeah, that great Italian song. That's yes. That's not wave. That's I'm what I was edit thinking all of. This out. <laughs> you better. That's dumb. JR, you are dumb. Penny Jazz. That's not Trist. No, that's not Trist. That's just no, no. But oh. sure as hell ain't Lucky Southern. Well, yeah, okay, fine. Although, yeah, it does have that Lucky Southern. Yeah. Yeah. But so does Wave. So does Wave. Okay. It's just, okay. Oh, okay. Wave. Okay, ready. Jesus Christ. For you folks, people, you're listening to the outtakes. This is why. <sighs> lordy, lordy. Why are do you, I? Why, why? Just why? Well, everybody needs a foil. <laughs> a foible? I don't well, know. I thought that was a sword. A foil? Yeah. Yeah. All right. One, two, three. One, two, three, go. Here's uh, the no-named Latin tune. Maybe it should be like Lucky Wave. That's it. It's Lucky Wave. We're going to call it Lucky Wave. Or Wave Southern. Southern Wave. Southern Wave. Oh, I like that better. Southern Wave. Southern Wave. Southern so, Wave. So if it becomes famous, then somebody says, were you, were you, were you uh, like on the, on the ocean and you just saw a Southern Wave? We no, were, man. We were in we, we basement. We, th we thought we were playing, playing Lucky Southern and Wave together and we called it Southern Wave. You know, what are you talking about? Dude, just go with us on this. Go back Southern to Southern Wave. Go back to the Ron Carter and 
um, Ray Brown episode. It's all very clear. It's all very clear. It's all right very in front of you. It's yeah, black and white. It, come on, go to the. Just this is the this is the outtakes that they they dreadfully edited out. See the video. There's video. Oh God, Jesus! All right, here we go.
Yeah. Lucky wave. Southern wave. Southern. Lucky southern wave. Southern. No, it'd be lucky wave southern. No, I like southern wave. Southern wave sounds good. Yeah, that's good. That's a good title. It's got a nice feel to it. So I, I started binge watching a show that I'd seen before, but you know when you tape something on your DVR? Wait, you, you said tape. There's no tape. When you record, I'm sorry. When There's you no record. tape. There's no tape, Jr. What what year are you living in? It's the new millennium. Tape is no longer there. You'll have to send me that on my text machine. Oh, God. I don't understand. On your dic- your your dictaphonium or whatever they call that thing, <laughs> dictaphone. <laughs> So I recorded this show called The Terror. That's better. On AMC. Wait, that's cable. It, I believe it is. Oh, my God. And who's in it? Nobody. Nobody important. No one that you would recognize. Well, why um, am I watching it then? It's, it's, um, it's like a period piece. It's from like the 1830s, 1840s, that kind of era. And they were. it was a British expedition to try and find um, a path through the Arctic to China. So They didn't want to just dig a hole straight through? Well, that's, no. It would probably <laughs> have been easier. Well, been for these cold. guys. So this is based on a true story. Oh, okay. The terror, Stories. The, the terror is an actual ship. That was built for uh, it was some kind of like um, naval mortar ship where they had cannons and mortars on it, and it was built for you know, with a very strong hull. And eventually, they had modified it so that it would be like an ice-breaking ship, or at least it would go into the Arctic because it had a very strong hull. And it it was um, teamed up with a uh, ship called the Erebus. And they were going to go around Canada and, was that Greenland? I think it's Greenland. Well, winter hit and they got frozen in. And true story, nobody nobody survived. But the movie, or the, what do you call it, miniseries, it was really good because they had a, um, they had like this thing chasing, like this, it was not a grizzly bear or a polar bear. Was it an abominable snow bear? It's, well, kind of. It was like a, yeah. Except it was on four legs. And it was, was controlled the by the es- the Eskimos actually had the shamans that were Eskimos could. And this thing was massive. And it was just eating these. Eating it was these. a Yeti. No, no, no. It was more of a polar bear. And it was like the size of, you know, it was huge. But it was really great if you get a chance to see the series and you like kind of horror slash sci-fi slash you know period piece because you know it's 1840s or whatever then there's cannibalism you would really enjoy this Vinny nice <laughs> good wholesome American family violence that's you, great I think you would yeah because you're you're stranded and they gotta walk 600 miles it's a Batan death march. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. In, in a cold, no less. At least it was yes. hot when it, you know, for the Batan death march. Yeah. Yeah. So. And all their tin provisions um, 
were tainted and they were coming down with botula. Botulism. Botulism? Botula? Yeah. What is that? Botulism. What is that? Is that bocce ball and botulism together? Yeah. What do you got? I got botula. It's like shuffle. <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> I got it playing bocce, bocce ball. I got botulism played bocce. It's botula. What the heck? That's like Dracula and botulism. I get shuffle scales on my back, shuffle too. Shuffle scales. It's like yeah, shuffleboard, it's, but it's, shuffle it's, scales. It's, it's, it's terrible. Scurvy. Shuffle scurvy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the terror was good. And I've watched a couple Black Mirror episodes. Man, it's I, I can't even watch the whole things now. They're just getting too weird. Getting really like, well, that's gross. It's just disgusting. Gross stuff. So. And you want me to watch this? Yeah, it's like the raccoons in the the commercial where the raccoons are eating garbage. Like, oh, this is terrible. Taste this. <laughs> oh, this is all. It, it's like it's like. Bird hair and chutney. You gotta try this. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why do people do that? Because they're raccoons and they don't know any I better. Guess, I guess. So, anyways, have you watched anything decent lately? Um, I watched Ozark. I think I told. Oh, you that's that. yeah. That, that love that show. And another season's coming out on the twenty. What do you think about this thing? Um, Parasite winning the. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna God have to watch damn it. it. I'm gonna have to put on my stupid glasses and read the subtitles. Yeah. <sighs> Somehow, Is it that good? Uh, I don't know. Are, are 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 these Hollywood whack jobs? And we all know they're whack jobs. Okay, let's just be let's just be honest. I don't care if you're liberal or if you're you know if you're progressive if you're conservative. Um, those people in Hollywood are whack jobs, okay? You try and get your kid into college by saying, you know, um, oh, yeah. They're athletic. They're on the sports team. Um, yeah. So is this movie good? Or is this just Hollywood trying to be inclusive? Well, how the hell do I we're know? We're going to have to, damn it, we're going to have to watch this show. This Parasite show. It's not a show, it's a movie. What that what, what is with you and and the the, the, the misnaming big, of things? Big deal. Movie show. No, no, it's, it's, I'm going to the movie it, show. You're going, going to the, the picture. You're going to go to the pictures? The picture show. Oh my it's god. It's a fucking picture show. We're not in 1840. You only watched the show, show about 1840. It's, oh my god. It's a picture we show. We wouldn't have one of these bases if it was 1840. We'd have the the other base I just put down. Yeah. Then yeah, you'd be playing and I'd be base. watching you. Yeah. Picture show. So to watch this picture show. Did you see? I would like to see 1917. I have not, but I understand I heard it's very it's, good. Yeah. So how I, did the, this parasite thing that's not I, in I, English? I don't know. They they like the dude. They they like the guy with the with the hair that looked like he was wearing a chia pet. <laughs> that was the worst. It was it's terrible. Like, and he's he's smiling, holding up stuff. It's like, dude, put your arms down. Don't want to confuse your hair with your armpits. <laughs> You know, don't, uh, man. It's, you know, I mean, if his hair looks like that, could you imagine what his armpits look like? Oh, Lord. That's, you know, yeah. I mean, they, they, it's probably, he probably has like a small loofah under it there. South, South Korean? Was it South? Uh, what, 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 uh, yeah, it's, it's Korean. It's, yeah, it's, it's, Korean? it's a Korean movie. Yeah. Well, they've got really good boy bands over there. So maybe their movies are really good. I don't know. But I'm damn sure it, now Kim Jong Old sings like, you know. I'm going to have to now watch and read this. And I don't mind. Here's the thing I don't mind reading some subtitles. Not a problem. But, Narcos. But 
there's got to be some fucking English in there so I can go pee there, or I can go there, make some popcorn. There it is, classic American line. It's got to be English in there, otherwise it's not worth watching. That's no, right. It's not about worth watching. It's like I have to read the damn screen the whole time. That's it's because the Americans have the lowest IQ in the English language. Is not one of their first We're words so they can dumb. say. Or dumb. I just want to get up and get I'm a sorry. coke. And if I do, I have to pause the damn thing. What did because, he say? Okay. Rewind that. I need to read it. I don't know what they're Hong saying. Hong Chao Ping. You eat some poo. You said it. I didn't. <laughs> but even Narcos, it's like I got. If I have to, when they're you know talking, right, when they're in talking in Spanish, Spanish yeah. and I have to, I don't speak Spanish. I don't mind. I'll I'll watch and read. I like that. It kind of gives you. More of a flavor of. But here's the thing, you. you but at you, some point, I have to. It's like I, I just can't go get a drink, because then I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? I have to. I, I have to be attached and listening. Well, the, well the, the other thing is, is that if you're looking at the words, you're not really paying attention to what's going on. So if this guy is killing That's somebody, point. you know, and he's going, you know, he's in his subtitles are saying, you need to listen to me when I'm talking to you. You know, you're mm, going, you need to listen point. to me. Wait, is that blood? Holy shit, what happened? He's no longer there. There, there was a scene in Narcos, if, if you saw the same Narcos, because I guess there's two versions of Narcos, yeah. where, where the, the thin man, you know, kills, the, kills the, the cop by putting his head between the, 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 the damn elevator and smashes the shit out oh, of it. Oh, I didn't see. That must have been the, the Mexican one. There's like a... The one you saw in Narcos, the Colombian one? There's the yeah. There's I saw the Mexican one. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I just gave you a word. There's two. Yeah. Well, there's two narcosis. Okay. Right. Narcosis. Yeah. There's no. It, yeah. It's a it post psychosis. It's a, a psychosis. It's a narcosis. Yeah. There's it's two when you can't sleep. There, well, it's actually two narcoses. Oh, are there? What are they? Narco and narcos too. <laughs> <laughs> narcos Mexicali. My, yes. That's right. Baja, well, well, Baja, and... Uh, there's actually, I think, three narcos. So it's Because there's, there's one narco... There's multiple narci. There's... The first one is with... Uh, what's the guy's name? Um, and then the Chalupa? Second, no, the second one was the Cali Cartel. The first one was... Um, oh, shoot. He was the... El Chapo? The, no, 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 no. He's Colombian. El Luapo? Damn it. Look it up. Where, where's your text machine? My text machine? <laughs> I don't have a text machine. That, you're holding your text machine. It's a the goddamn cell is, phone. Um, he, he was the, the drug lord from Colombia. Um, oh, I thought that was El Chapo. No, he was Mexican. Pablo Escobar? Yes, yes. Narcos, Narcos, uh, you, and Narco World. The dope story. See, I'm no dope. Well, I told you. <laughs> Pablo Escobar was the first one, no, and no, then he no, died. No, no, and no. I'm pretty sure. There's one here called Chapo. There's one here called Pablo Escobar, El Patron del Mal. There's Narcos Mexico. There's Narcos. The Narcos Mexico is the one I've, si I've seen. Yeah. Narco World Dope Stories. That's, that's, that's what I want. Uh, Surviving Escobar. Yeah, I, I don't think those are all part of the original series. The first one was Escobar. Here's a good one. Countdown to death. Just as a man thought he was going to live, he went to the doctor. The doctor told him, you have three months to live. So he started his countdown to death. 
Once he was liberated from life, he realized that he could do no wrong. Join me as I watch Countdown for Death. The movie is going to self-destruct after we're over. I don't know where you came up with any of that. Well, here's a movie called Sex Education. Okay, get off the text machine. You're about to drive me bananas. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I rue, you told me to get off the, the damn text machine. I rue the moment that I said, you, Vinny, Vinny, pick up the text look machine. Look up the text machine. Well, you picked up the text machine. Now you're like you're like a zombie. <laughs> like all these other <laughs> fucking look, people. Sex education. Marcos, your, your head's like down in anger. Narcos. 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 Dope Bernie and Ert. Is it Bernie and Ert? Ert? Bernie and Ert? Bert and Ernie. You said Bernie and Ert. Yeah, but it's yeah. Bernie Sanders it's because and you're, who? It's because you're like a, Ert, a zombie. Judge. When you have your, your head... Uh, burr, what the, what the burr, hell burr. are you talking about? Bernie was a Urchin Bernie. Urchin Bernie, that's right. He's running for office. <laughs> yeah, running for office. Yeah. Bernie Sanders and Urgy Buttigieg. Oh, oh my God. Gotta go there. And Joe Escobar. <laughs> I don't know. I'm almost tempted to vote for anybody. Right now, right in Mickey Mouse, dude. I, I'm I'm at that point where I'm like, could I really vote for Bernie Sanders? Maybe I could. Maybe I could. There'd be no military. I'll retire as long as they don't take away their retirement. No, they'll take away your retirement. Okay, so he'll ta- he'll tax it to the point where there'll be nothing left. Well, there's that. Yeah, yeah we'd like to tax the military. The military needs to be taxed. They haven't been taxed in years. I just don't like the way he points at people, and you know, he he looks like. Some crazy man that's like, get, get, you kids, get off my lawn that's now. Ev- that's every goddamn politician ever. No. They all put their hands not, out. Not, no, Pete Buttigieg, he's, he's very, well, I, I think what we need to do is we need to go in there. And uh, he, he's not waving his hands. He's not. That's because he has none. He's, he's like you. He's got the, the T Rex arms. T Rex arms, yeah. yeah. He's not waving his oh arms. Oh, my God. Bernie's just annoying. He's just like, I, w- I would not want to. Would you want to have a lunch with him? No, like man, he'd be spitting all over you. Yeah, I mean, at least... talk? At least he needs he needs he needs, an, he like, needs a lobster bib and a and a handkerchief, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Is that butter? No, that's my saliva. <laughs> <laughs> it was paid for by <laughs> capitalist pigs. <laughs> paid for you, Now get off of my lawn, you little shitbirds. <laughs> Don't make me tell you again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me shoot the raspberries at you. <laughs> I'm sick. Ert and burn you after you. Bert and turdy. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, where has this podcast gone? <laughs> All right. Let's play one more tune. We've got time for one more tune. This is three tunes in a can. Three tunes in the three can. Three tunes in a can. I like it. I like it's, it. It's, it's not three tan- cans in a tone. It happens to be in three, four, which is probably part of it. This has potential. I'm not quite sure you wrote it. I'm still not Listen convinced. Listen to you. <laughs> We were talking about this in pre-production. Did you write this? Of course I wrote this. Says the man that brought in one tune last week. I don't know, Vinny. This is it's kind of nice. Thank you. 
You're welcome. <laughs> you sure? You, the, the guy with the with the Eastern European sweatsuit on. You really? You're I the bought. Guy? I bought it from Jan for for thirty seven hundred rubles. <laughs> Yuri called. He wants his back. <laughs> I only got it for three rubles. What the hell? <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> Yuri called. <laughs> <laughs> Here he called. I need, be some I need to get back to Gdansk. <laughs> Gdansk with my with my uh, with my my Adidas wear. Gorky Park. Gorky Park Waltz. <laughs> no, no. Uh, GPW Gorky Park Waltz. Uh. I have tears running down my face. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. Gorky Park Waltz, or three tunes in a can. <laughs> three rubles Three rubles for the jacket. <laughs> oh, my God. Now we're going to put a picture of this up on Facebook so people don't go, what the fuck is he talking about? What the hell is Vinny wearing? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry, I watched I watched the Equalizer again. <laughs> Three rubles, <laughs> Three rubles in a can. Three rubles for that shirt. Uh, Three rubles in a gulag. <laughs> uh, how much do you get for that? Three rubles. <laughs> uh, uh, I lost it. Uh, sorry. I don't think I can play this. <laughs> There's just no way uh, I can like try and make music after like. Uh. Come on, you okay, can do right. it. I'll pay you three Put rubles afterwards. I don't know about more three rubles. <sighs> do you really know what three rubles are worth? No. I <laughs> oh wait, here we go. This would be great. <laughs> oh Jesus, get the text machine back out. How much Lordy, is a ruble worth? Oh. Point zero one sixth of a United States dollar. <laughs> So it's not, it's a penny. It's like rubble. It's a penny and a half. I just call it rubble. Wow. One rubble. One rubble. <laughs> it's worth so, rubble. Hey, man, I got this uh. shirt for cheap. <laughs> it zips up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> looks like, look at it. looks great. It's ready to go. It's ready to ready go. go kneecap somebody. It's, it's, it's just bulky enough to hide my Sig Sauer 360 <laughs> or 380, I mean. Uh, oh, God. Uh. I'm you pay. Any, I'm not you pay Sven. <laughs> Will you be very sorry? <laughs> no. it's a, it's used for my fishing scam. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna play this. We're gonna do three rubles in a secret or something. <clears throat> that was a reference to Jocko's tune. Three views to a secret. <laughs> But we're not going to do a Jocko tone. Which was in three. It Which was in three. three. That's, yeah. that's, that's about the closest it's, this thing Yeah, is. it's not really like this at all. <clears throat> yeah, it's got three chords. <laughs> K, G, and B. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Nothing gets by you. <laughs> and there's a hitting meaning in every other note. G, G7 and you sunk B, my battle B minor. <laughs> K7. Oh, my God. Uh -huh. <sighs> Easy does it there, JR. Pace yourself. 
Pace yourself. Too late. Too late. Too late. You're, right. You're already uh, on your, uh, you know, you haven't opened up your next flat tire beer or fat <laughs> tire. All right, let's play. Come on. Okay. Here we go. sure that you did not write that at the store while you were 
watching, wrangling, and whatever else you do. <laughs> Wrangle, watch, and cajole. What do you do at work? I, I mean, sit, sit and wait for customers. <laughs> surf the internet for bases. I do a lot of that. Okay, because okay. I, you know, I got to know what the what the what the, what's out there for sure. Know? For gotta sure, keep up with the with the information. Yeah, and then here's here's a good here's a good topic. We, we you know we we have so, you sit. You, you don't do this very much because you're in an office, but you know once in a while you get out of the office and you have to go strike up a conversation with somebody. You know, I mean, so when you talk about, I mean, other than the job, because obviously the job gives you stuff you have to talk about. You know, for you it's it's it could be military stuff, it could be music, it could mm -hmm. be both. You know, for me it it could be you know talking about a customer or talking about a, a you know repair or whatever. But then there's those moments where you know you're not really talking about work, and you gotta have a, you gotta have a conversation with somebody. I mean, you don't have to. I suppose you can sit there in silence and not talk. But you know, how how you, you want to engage with the customer? Well, of course. Well, well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm talking about. But I'm talking about your associate, not a customer. Oh, I'm not talking about a customer. I mean, sure, with a customer, you like to find some serendipitous thing that you can talk about. Oh, you you know, your kid goes to Centerville. My daughter went to Centerville. Their band is pretty good. You know, whatever. You know, you have have a conversation like that. That's that's a that's a different story, you know, and, or you talk to them about something else. But when you're sitting next to your fellow employee, and there's a lull, and which in my case is more often than not, you know, you got to have some kind of conversation with them. So what right. do you talk? What do you talk about? You know, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna pick the typical topics, you know, weather, you know, what did you eat for lunch, you know, I mean, uh, um, when do you work next? You know, I mean, are you gonna pick all that stuff, or are you gonna right. you're gonna pick some interesting topics? You know, it's like the other day, my. So, what 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 are some of these interesting topics? Well, we were you're we, driving. At? We were talking. We were talking about. You know, it's like it's almost like a get to know you thing. I mean, you know, as far as as far as telling us, asking them, asking situations like it's almost like an interview question. Where where if if you're interviewing somebody, I mean, you right. want to ask an open ended question. You don't want to say, "Would you like bread or 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 would you like toast?" And, you know, it's not right. a yes or no question or, or a one-word answer. You want somebody to, to, to talk because you hope, hopefully that it shares a portion of their being with you. you know? Sure, sure. And, and I, I uh, contend, I was writing some of these things down at home and I didn't bring the piece of paper with me, but I contend that the art of conversation is gone. Because we're we're all you know 280 characters for tweet for you know for tweets and right. short Facebook posts and if you rant on Facebook you you're really not ranting against anybody else you're you're ranting against yourself you know so or or you you post something a picture on Instagram and say hey how do you like it you know uh, fuck you if you don't you know and there's right. no there's no conversation it's just hey that was nice or whatever. So like uh, my my associate and I are sitting there and we're talking and and I and I said okay Riley you're you're 24 years old I'm you know I'm I'm over double your age I said so you know if we put you in a situation and you say what would you change about your life now like you can go back and change a piece of your life what mm. would you do now now and I, he's I, 24 and you're right I'm she, she's she's oh, she, she. Okay. yeah she's 24 and I'm you know I'm 57. So I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, you look good for 57. Thanks, especially in your in my, in my Eastern outfit. European. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that much like Stalin, they've embalmed me before I started. You know, you know, and, and left them that that. So way. it's Riley. Riley. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, go on. So so you know, we're talking about about a subject, and I said, look, Riles, you got you got to figure out what you're doing. You're 24 years old. What what are you going to change? What are you going to change in your life if you could go back and change things? Now, I, I prefaced it by saying, look, we don't have to have 
you know, personal conversations. If you want to, if you don't want to share a personal moment or something like this, you know, I, I go back to when my grandfather died and, you know, I wouldn't see him or some, you know, I don't want that, but you know, something that you would change. I mean, if you want to share that, I'll listen to it, but, but you know, something that you would change. And it's interesting to see when you pre present that to somebody, you watch their wheels turn and, you know, you see what kind of response you get and it's a telling thing because sure you know if she says i wouldn't change a thing i, I would look at her i honestly would have looked at her and said you're full of shit you definitely would have changed something right you know you may not want to share what you would change and i get that but you know if if any human being has said in their lifetime i wouldn't change a thing it's all perfect no it's not it's just not you know, I, 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 there's not, you, you've made a mistake or you went left when you should have went right or you, you would have liked to have gone right instead of going left, you know, and you would have been in a situation where it, you may have had a different, you know, different outcome, you know. Right. You know, so you want to find out what somebody will say. Some people will say things like, I go back and tell myself not to go to, not to go to this school or go to that school. Okay, sure, you do that. You know, or date a certain person. Or date a certain or, person or stay away from this yeah. person. They're no good for you. Or, or, you know, or maybe you should, uh, you know, you should consider, you know, uh, getting out of the state or, you know, or, or whatever. Or, or maybe you're warning them in a, in a, in a weird way and saying, you know, you're, 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 one of your relatives is going to die and you need to go find them and let them know that they could have avoided this and, you know, try to change the world a little bit. But then you get right. into the discussion about time and everything else, you know, the time continuum. But, but you, the point is, is you want to have a conversation with somebody. And I, I don't, I, my premise is still the same. I, now, Riley was great. She, was, she offered some stuff about what she would do. And they were, it was interesting because it was stuff, you know, things like, well, I probably wouldn't have taken this course in, 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 in high school. Pretty benign. Well, benign, but also the fact that you're looking at what she's, what she's talking about. You know, she's only got 24 years of life. She can't say things, I go back to when I was two. True. You know, I mean, she, she can only go back cognitively, you know, what, 12 years, 15 years tops? You know, yeah, and how much do you really remember? And, and, you know, and then you start having that conversation about, well, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? You, you're, you're messing with your childhood. So it's, it's different. I mean, I imagine if you had that, if you asked that question to a 20-year-old or a 25-year-old, a 35-year-old, a 45-year-old, a 55-year-old, you'd get a bigger, a big right. different response. You know, and, and you probably get more. I would change this, and I would change that, and I would change this by the older people. You know, because you've been around for a little while. Right. But it's it, it's just interesting to me because because you know um, the the other guy that I work with he's older he's older than me and okay. and we have conversations but but the conversations center he's he's definitely much more liberal than I am so his conversations are so do you consider yourself liberal or more moderate or I would say that if I had to put myself in a category it would probably be moderate. Um, I could vacillate one way or the other depending on the circumstances. I have a tendency to be pro-military because of the years that I, that I spent in the military and realized that my, my bread was buttered by sure. certain people. So right. I, you know, I lived my life like that. I want to make sure that social programs are paid for. I don't, I don't, I don't disbelieve that. The, I, I believe that the government should help people with a, with a, a caveat for a period of time and to get them back on their feet, not to bolster them for the rest of their lives. They, they it's a hand up, not a hand out. Right. I, and I certainly believe in that. There are people in this world that need a hand up, mm -hmm. but they have to do something to earn it. 
Sure. You know, they, they, you give them the opportunity, give them choices, pay them back, you know, and, and then let them pay us back by doing something for us, whether it's work, working at a, at a government service job, but still getting paid, but fulfilling a government service job and, and, and helping bolster our, you know, our economy sure. as well. Sure. But, yeah. So I, 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 I do believe in social programs. Well, I think there's certain people that are incapable of doing that. Well, unfortunately, I think you're right. But, but here's the second part of this. The those the percentage. If you take that percentage and you were to give it a, give it a number now, and you say the welfare system is broken, or, or the welfare system is being misused, or the welfare system, there are a lot of people that can't get out of the welfare system for one reason or another. If you added a percentage about how many of those people are just incapable of doing it, it would be pretty high, no, pretty low. I believe. I believe they think it's high. But I, but I think that those right, people. Right, but I think there are certain those, people that just. Yeah, but I believe that percent. Yeah. I believe that percentage is a low percentage. I don't think yeah. that I, I, I don't think that ten percent of the na- of the nation's population are incapable oh, of no, doing something. No, no, I believe no, it's more no, like two, or three yeah, percent. Yeah. There's still people, but yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, potentially my my stepson. Well, mental well. health issues. Yeah, yeah, things of that nature. You know, we got to take care of those folks. Sure, absolutely. I have no yeah. problem with that. But yeah. but I don't want somebody, you know, declaring that they're mentally, you know, whack, a whack job and not and, and just collect a pension or collect a, uh, you know, a disability. Free, yeah. yeah, there's no free lunch. You know, right. you, you know, I mean, even even for those people with disabilities, you know, mental or otherwise have the ability. My, my daughter does a social work for some of those people and takes. Yeah, care of them and, yeah you know, she does. And, yeah. and gives some stuff to, to them to do to get better. You know, they're not just sitting at home collecting a check. You know, they are they are you know, involved in some, some mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Anyway, the, I don't know why I got onto that topic. You, Cause I you, asked you, you, you asked me about yeah. that. Yeah. But where was I before this? Um, Oh, well, you, know. you were going on a rant about, um, there's no oh, like, conversation. conversation, conversation. So the, the old, the old guy talks to me, he's very liberal. So, yeah. so every time I say something, he makes an assumption that I'm, I'm conservative. And then he starts, he starts lecturing you almost. What about this? And what about this? Dude, you know, I don't know what your what what version of the world you're thinking of. And I just redirect it and say, no, I, I, I'm in this place here. I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, I'm certainly not super rich. And, and, you know, yeah. So I have two two thoughts on the matter. First of all, I think conversation and um, this kind of relates to resiliency. And it's, it's what I call um, sharing good news with people. Like people will come to you and they want to they wanna talk to you. It, it could be somebody at work like you're talking about. Or it could be um, a significant other or a family member. And a lot of times we get so wrapped up in what we're doing, whatever it is, and our minds are going a million miles an hour because we get these stupid text machines that we're always looking at. Um, but we need to take the time and effort to, talk, to um, you know, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, man, I, I just bought a new car. Take the time and effort. Go, hey, share that good news with them. Take, you know, ask, be genuinely involved in a conversation with them because as you, as they share something with you and then you share something with them, then they're going to be more comfortable sharing maybe something a little more intimate personal and that's where you start to develop more intimate relationships and without that I I would say you're kind of walking it down type of thing where you're going to 
Okay, so now he's shared a little bit with me, so I don't mind sharing this with you about something. And then you get to a point where you've invested in one another enough to that, you know, maybe something really shitty happens and you need somebody to go to. Um, it, it's like a piggy bank. You've invested in someone and you can maybe call in that person to say, hey, I'm going through a really tough problem here or an issue, but you know them well enough and you've invested, or vice versa, you've invested in them and then they, they feel like they can come talk to you because they're going through something very difficult. And without, if we don't take the time and effort to talk about minutia and stupid shit like the weather, we start, maybe you start with the weather and then you talk about this or that or the other or what are your plans and your family and then next thing you know you, well, know, that's, you, you maybe have a little deeper conversation and, and you become um for, and some people you hit it off with and you can really talk to them right it's and, very and, easy and with and them. you just pick up other people you're off. like no matter what i do i just can't connect with this person right and there's that too it, it'd, be, it'd be nice in the world. I mean, it, it can be nice this way, where if, if, if you don't connect with somebody and you try, you make your effort, and you do your thing, and you don't get, connect with somebody, if you can just like magically move them and just go, um, uh, okay, you're uh, over here. Okay, so now you're starting to write an episode of Black Mirror. That's what, it's, it's like, yeah, it's just like that. It's like, oh, no connection here. Like they disappear. Rid, just disappear. Just, just oh, their house disappears. Just, what the fuck just, just gone, happened? Just gone. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about this too is that when you set up the conversations like this, and this is the other interesting thing about the human condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I start a conversation. We, we we met years ago. We start a conversation, and I'm not completely vested in the conversation to start. For whatever reason, you know, I'm, I'm going through a rough time in my life. I, I I'm never not, know it. I, it, it's it's I, I could be, I could be, uh, I have a physical problem I'm dealing with or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Sure. But you're, you're invested and you go, hey, you know, Vinny's a nice guy. I like him. Everything's cool. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you have some kind of moment where you have to have a discussion where it's, it is, it is a little bit more per- personal. And you come to me and you start talking like that. And I'm like, I, I, you don't necessarily have this epiphany while you're talking to him. You're talking to me, but in a, in a way, I'm going. Oh, he. Oh, he. Oh, he's jumping. He's two, three, four conversations ahead of me. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta decide because there are some people that you'll talk to that like that, and you go. Ah, I don't not. It's I. I don't want to hear about your. You know your. No, I've been I there. do know. Yeah, see, people. They're going to. The- places were like uh no no parish priests need to be involved because lawyers need to be involved with get your claws out of me yeah 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 don't i don't want to have a conversation about no 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 please stop please stop you know and but then it you know i i this this famous conversation that 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 kind of enlightened and it's a pretty easy one i was playing in in the in the, the, the the college band and they didn't have a lot of bass parts to play so they needed help in the percussion section. Now, I don't play percussion instruments, I'm, you know, but, but there was a girl in the percussion section that I thought was cute. Her name was Karen Sass. Sassy. Karen, we changed it to Karen's ass because she was very, very beautiful. So I guess I just offended half of our listeners. Um, I didn't mean to. But anyway, 
Karen, Karen and I were, were friends and we talked and everything was cool and she was nice, but there was no, there, there was no real deep conversations with what was going on. We didn't have that kind of connection. It wasn't that kind of a connection. And it was probably more her than it was me because I was thinking about, hey, she's kind of nice. I'd like to kind of get to know her a little bit and then maybe ask her out. But she was, she was having nothing of it and, and, I, and I didn't really push. You, you know, you just kind of make the exploratory thing and you realize, man, nah, this isn't really working out. Well, come to find out, she liked me more than I thought she did. Now, I don't mean like like she wanted to go out with me, but she trusted me more, and and, and I was a I was a potential confidant, and I didn't realize that that you know she she felt this way. So we're before the gig. It's college, and yeah, I'm drinking. So is she. You know, everything's good. And, you know, we're just talking about the weather and, you know, typical shit, right? So apparently she was drinking, she was knocking them back pretty hard. You know, it's like, what the hell's wrong with her? You know, this is a little, something's wrong, something's going, something's going on. Or she's getting drunk because, you know, she, she's, we're going to, you know, start talking more about other things and going out after. I don't know. I can't tell. So we, we're walking onto the stage. You know, now you know this from years of, of playing. You know, you have to get into a certain place before you get on the stage. You know, you, you might go to a quiet place and reflect about your day and, and, and or, or clear your mind because you're thinking about what you're doing. And, yeah, gotta and get, you got to get, get into the mode, into gig yeah. mode, right? So for me, it's even worse because I'm playing percussion. So now I don't know. It's not even your act. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm, I'm hanging it out there. So I'm trying to go in there with a professional attitude and trying to figure out how to make this work and everything else. So she, t- she turns to me right before she goes on and she she grabs me and gives me this big hug and starts crying on my shoulder what? and starts going my my boyfriend and I are having a terrible time I wonder if I could talk to him before I die. it's like um uh, you know and my, my, you don't want to go there oh my god no 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 I you know it's like and I'm like um 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 sure sure you got to turn around and get back on stage you know, I can't do this now, and I'm afraid that if I do this, that you know, there'll be clothes coming off, and you know, <laughs> you know, it's something else, you know. And that's not where we are in our, you know, conversation. So, but it was the weird. It was the weirdest thing. It's like because you yeah. know, it was like out of the clear blue sky. But th- when you yeah. have conversations like that, where you know, all of a sudden, it's it, it's a, it's you talk about what was your funniest moment in life, and all of a sudden, they're they're telling you about you know something. My that, uncle Joe, Joe was yeah. touching me inappropriately when <laughs> yeah. I was a child. No, <laughs> ah, please stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's talk to a Monsignor. Uh, They're used to that uh, stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you're putting that situation sometimes when you're um, at work as a supervisor, you know, and, and people people struggle. People have problems. Sure. And the higher you go up and the more people you're in charge of, the more chance there is of... Have you been to Walmart? I mean, people are wacky. People are crazy. The more people you're in charge of, the more people you have to supervise, the more chances you're you're going to run into somebody um, who's gone through really bad stuff, or somebody who's contemplating taking their own lives, things of that nature. Right, and you have to deal with it. Yeah. So, um, just part of being part of our society, and if we don't have these little conversations, you won't be able to have the big ones. No. No. Or you have to have more of the small yeah. ones before you can have the big ones. Yeah, you got to have a lot more of the small ones and for people to trust you. 
And it doesn't take much for someone to like go, oh, well, fuck you. He doesn't care about me. And it may be because you're having a bad day. Maybe your dog died. Or maybe, you know, there's something that happened to you and you're just, you're not in the, you're not in the moment, which is what we're talking about, you know, with, with this conversation stuff. It's being in the moment and, and keeping your, your head in the moment and, and, and connecting with somebody. That's, it takes effort. Yeah. You got to take the time and effort to do that. And, and, it, and it's it really, really is, easily, it is work. It's, it potentially it's, is it, work. it's very hard work. Because yeah, I, I share this story because when, when I teach resiliency classes about you know this topic, because it's it's not about the subject, it's about the person. It doesn't matter what they're talking about. It's, it's like you want to connect with them because you care about the relationship with them, not necessarily the topic. So I, I remember when Rachel, my daughter, was maybe. 12 or 13 you know it's hard to connect as a dad to a 12 or 13 year old daughter they're going through things changes this that, or the other and you're just dying to talk to them and they, they think you're an idiot you know three years ago you're the most brilliant man in the world i love you dad and, and now you're a complete moron and rachel um we were riding the car and she was all excited because she just got a new um, it wasn't a CD. She just downloaded um, Taylor Swift's album. It was like the biggest thing at the time. And she wanted to talk to me about the new Taylor Swift album. Now, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift person. But that did not stop me from honestly asking her questions like, well, what do you like about it? What's good? You know what I mean? It's like I could care I could give a fuck about Taylor Swift's album or what's on it and I probably would never really listen to it but I do give a shit about my daughter. Right. And it gave me a door for us to have, you know, a conversation. So it's not about Taylor Swift, it's about my relationship with her. So I, I I'm asking, well what songs are on there? What what do you like about them? Because I'm I'm about developing that relationship with her so it's not about the subject matter it's about the, the relationship and people have to understand that you know sometimes you, you might not like you might be bored <laughs> with subject matter and that's okay that's okay you, you still need to stay engaged because at some point in time you're going to be excited about something and want to share it with somebody and they're going to be like okay what? like uh what? What 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 are what are Nordstrand pickups in your base and what? <laughs> I don't know you anything about Nordstrand. Nordstrand. I thought that was a was that, that was a clothing place. Is that a, is that a place in the mall, Nordstrands? You know. So you, there will be a time where you have exciting stuff to you, and people will be like, "That's really stupid." But maybe if they open their mind up enough to go, "Oh, well, what what exactly are you talking about?" And, so Every, I can share in this glory that you're all excited every, about. Everybody gets everybody gets a chance at the spotlight. Everybody gets a chance where the spotlight is pointing on them. What they don't know is who's behind the spotlight listening. Hmm. Think about that. If you're on stage right. and you're doing your thing, you're playing your gig. I can I can vouch for this on hundreds of occasions. Right. You're on stage. You're playing whatever tune it is, you know, with a jazz band, with a rock band, 
doesn't make a difference and you're in this quiet auditorium and you don't hear any noise and the spotlights are all on you and if you're like me you hate the damn spotlights because they don't like the bright light i would work my way to hide behind a curtain so i didn't have lights shining on me i hated that shit but if you look out into the audience you know somebody's there right i mean otherwise you wouldn't be doing the gig but the spotlight's pointing on you but you don't know who's behind it you know, you're out there by your by yourself doing your little music soliloquy, you know, or or playing your tune, or sitting around with somebody else doing their work, and you get done. And think about that too. You get done with this, done with the piece. You play your last note. We just play a last note of a tune, and you're going. The first thing that goes through your mind is what? How'd I do? Right. I hope they liked it. Yeah. I hope they'll clap for me. I hope I'll get some kind of positive feedback. But again, if the light's shining on you, the spotlight's shining on you, and you look out, oh, crap. I can't tell who's out there. You know, can't see it. Nope. And, and you've got to assume, which is the mother of all screw-ups, that somebody really likes you. You know, I mean, you hope if you're Taylor Swift or, you know, whomever that you've got a career and you've based it on fact and, and, you know, producers and everything else. But the point of this is that, you know, we have to rely on other people to do things to help us validate who we are. You it's very seldom can we get away with not doing that. Has to be some kind of validation, you know, even if it's shitty validation. Yeah. So, um, um, it's being a part of something is huge part of our psyche and our ego. Sure. You want to be a, a, a part of us and a part of them. Um, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's huge for acceptance, being part of a group or part of a family or a tribe, which makes me curious about, you know, where we are with our politics right now with the Democrats and Republicans, it's us and them. And the divide keeps getting further and further apart. Yet people, I would think that there are people in Kansas that are fine with trans people, and there are people in California that don't approve of homosexuals. You know what I mean? It's just like, there's just... Why are we at this divide where we think that just because you're this, that, or the other, I guess it's identity politics that drives me bananas. Well, I'm part of this tribe. I'm part of that tribe. Oh, this, I'm a bass player. Oh, well, well I'm a singer. This, well, this, well, we're all musicians. This is, this and then is, we're, we're all human beings. At this the end is of the, the day. this is the biggest problem with, with uh, the uh, election year, like a presidential election year like this. Lay it on me. All it is is, all it is is everybody is out vying for the next, next vote from whomever. Oh, I need the black vote. Oh, I need the female vote. I need the black female lesbian vote. You know, whatever, whatever it is, and and That's there's a huge there's, voting block. At least three people. <laughs> you know, uh, um, but the, the the point the point of this is that it's not designed to offend the black single female lesbians. Because that's not why I said that. Right. I, 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 it, I, I get it. Everybody rushes to put themselves in a category so that some pundit or some, you know, person that works for a, for a, a 
political campaign can go, hey, you need to say something about these people. These people need a vote. These people are going are gonna to be the people that, that carry you over the edge. How about just telling us what you want to do for the country, not what you want to do for these group of people? That's that's crap. That is identity politics, and it's divert. It's divisive, not diverse. Divisive, it's yeah. divisive, and you, nobody wants divisive politics. Everybody wants to go look. I don't. Agree, I don't agree yeah. with you. You don't agree it's with me. But we're going to look for so. the middle of this. I I remember Bill Clinton and Bob Dole having a, having a discussion on the stage. Now I was never a big, huge Bill Clinton fan. I liked him in his second four years, and I, I as much as Bob Dole was an American hero. I didn't particularly care for all of Bob Dole either, but the two of them were on the stage and they were talking about something because they were running for, he was, Dole was running for president. So was Clinton. Well, Clinton was already president, but he was running for a second term. And they said, well, at least we can agree on this. You know, he goes, yeah, we can agree on this. I, you know, I, if I was president, I, I'd do this. And, 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 and uh, Dole said, yes, as a, as a senator, I would support you. Right. You know, and they shook hands. And I'm going, no shit. That's what exactly what the what the what the politics needs today. That's why when I, I say I'm a moderate, be, oh, you're just in the middle of everything. You don't want to do you don't want to do shit. You don't want to pick a side. No, I know that everything gets done in the middle. That's how it works. You don't it, you can't be on one side and expect that you're going to get most of your agenda, you got more people on the other side that don't want it to happen. And same. With What's crazy right now is that there's so many people that are so anti-Trump. There's anti-Trumper, and it's like yeah. never and, Trumpers, and anti-Trumpers. never Trumpers, and, and, and there's like um, the other. The, the more that they go off on their tangents and whatever, the people that like Trump are well, more, much it, that much it, more offended. Yeah, and they're like, oh, really? Well, then I like him even more because because you... And the, and the, and point, just, and the point of this is not to have the Hatfields and, and what is, is The point of this is not to have the Hatfields and McCoys. You know, one person says Trump, the other person says Sanders. Trump, Sanders, Trump, Sanders. It doesn't matter. It's state your case. Pick pick the topics. Pick the pick the things that you want to have accomplished, and say I believe in free healthcare. And if you say that, and I'm I'm listening to you, I go all right. What does free healthcare mean? Free healthcare means healthcare for all. Okay, cool. How are you gonna pay for that? This is what I'm gonna do. Cool. Then then I can at least listen to what you're saying, or I listen to what you're saying. I go I don't agree with it. Uh, or I agree with it, and and I put that down on my list of reasons that I don't agree with you. You know, okay, it's yeah. a problem. There is there is none. You know, that's the whole point. But but if you sit around and say I want free education for black people, and then they, you turn to the the people over on the side, I want free education for Hispanics. Why don't you just say I want free education? You know, why do you have to say it that way? You know, it just doesn't. I don't. I don't get. I, I don't get that. I don't get that. I mean, I, of course, I'm not running for office, and I don't have somebody whispering in in my ear. Don't forget about the Hispanics. Um, uh, you mean don't forget about the American people? True. True. Yeah. I, I can't believe we. It's pretty bad. My mom's all fired. She's anti-Trumper. She's all fired up. And I'm like, she said to me, "I have never seen the country this bad." And I was like. Really, Mom? Has anybody been shot uh, yet on campus? Because that happened during Vietnam. Have you seen dogs and policemen beating the hell out of black people? 
like during the civil rights movement. It's it's just not it's it's just it's she's she's so just fired up about it. It's like it's not that bad. Get a okay. So you don't like his morals? I get it, but it's we're we're a little further ahead than we were during Vietnam and the civil rights. So don't tell me that things are the worst you've ever seen. It's just not. It's just not that bad. It's really not. There are not people getting beat over the head with billy clubs and students being shot on their campuses. So you can't tell me it's, it's that bad. It's not. They don't want to hear it. No, they're going to pick a side. They're going to stay on that side and they're going to be damned if they, they switch no matter what. I don't like Bernie Sanders. He's an idiot. Well, I don't like Trump. He's an idiot. Okay, fine. Why don't you Whatever. open up your... I'll listen to Bernie Sanders. I'll listen to anybody if they make sense. Yeah. How are you going to pay for it? Right. I'm, I'm, I, that, Is it with my I, money? If, 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 <laughs> if I had to answer this question and they said, pay for I'm going to do this. Bezos money? Do this. Okay. You know. Okay. Maybe, I'm, I'm interested. But there's so much nuance and, and depth to the issues that we have. And nobody, you, you know, everyone has like these just simple, well, what about this? What it's, about that? I, well, that's I, a hard, that's a hard issue. It's, it's not going to, it's not going to get. and McCoy politics. That's what it is. Drive me I don't like you. You don't like me. To hell with you. To hell with you. And yeah. it's, and it's, there's no in between. The Hatfields yeah. and McCoys, there's a reason that there was a space between them. Because that's where the middle is. <laughs> You know. But it's crazy because it's like there's so many things that are so difficult for us to solve. It, it, you just can't throw the grenade out there. What about Afghanistan? What about Iraq? You know, those things are those problems are going to be very difficult to solve. There's no easy button on a lot of these things. You know. I know. So get a hold of yourselves out there, people. Strap in. Buy a bass guitar. Get some alcohol to clean your G-string. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you, you. Swap it out. Swap. And I'm going to swap out. Speaking of swapping out, I'm going to swap out. So we can talk a little bit while I, I'm going to get the upright bass. And we're, we're going to play this. We're going to play this thing out. Stand while, by. While Jr. grabs another bass, we have time for a short discussion. I have no idea what this discussion is going to be about, but let's pick a topic to discuss. Okay, how about we can talk about when cheating you talk? No cheating in baseball. There is no. There's no crying in baseball, and there's no cheating in baseball. Pete Rose should be reinstated to the goddamn Hall of Fame. The man had over three thousand hits. For the love of God, I'm sorry. I know he did something wrong, but you know, so did Shoeless Joe Jackson, or whatever you know, whatever his name was. Um, and I don't mean the, the guy who sang, you know, stepping out. <laughs> um, it's Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. A shoeless Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Yeah, you know, uh, the guy that's stepping out. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there. This this conversation is brought to you by Paul Mollive and um, Vinny's bass, the Carbon and, and um, Five. Chicago Electrical. They make great welding tools and soldering irons for the people that know how to use them. Oh my God! All right, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna end this we're gonna end this playing uh, playing a tune, right? I think so. We need to adjust some volumes here. Oh real quick. yeah, you're gonna play some volumes. And, um, some volume up here. We're gonna do the old the the outro on. live tonight, just for live and in person. 
Don't forget about our friends. Ron Carter. Ron Carter and Ray Brown. We're, we're going to dedicate this to our upright bass playing friends. All right. I guess, I guess we're going to... Ron and Ray. We're going to turn down our microphones, yeah, right? So, all right, y'all. Well, say goodnight, Vinny. Goodnight, Vinny.
Thank you. 